morning. It is Tuesday, July 20th. A very happy National Pennsylvania Day to you, Kelly Collis. Oh, and to you, because you are from Pennsylvania, Tommy. <laughs> That's right. Born and raised it is a day to celebrate the Keystone State. I would say one of the best states in the union. Okay. So do we eat cheesecake? It's cheesesteaks or something else? Like, Oh, yeah. You could have cheesesteaks. You could have pierogies which is a very Pennsylvania Northeast kind of thing. You could have whatever they eat in Pittsburgh. I've heard it's delicious. I don't really know. The East, the East coast of Pennsylvania truthfully has been trying to give Pittsburgh to Ohio for like 40 years. They just won't take it. And the people <laughs> in Pittsburgh really don't like the East coast of Pennsylvania because they think it's basically New York. So that's where we, that's where we live. And it's, it's a little Kentucky ish in the middle. All right. Well, let's just celebrate the whole state. Let's all yes. come together. Yes, gosh darn it. All the Pennsylvania, Keystoney, Quaker, Valley Forgy things. <laughs> and let's be serious. As long as we're here, Philadelphia should be the capital. Just saying <laughs> is all. Someone who's from there, I can say it. Philadelphia should be the capital. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Live Broadcasting around the Beltway and beyond, it's Tommy and Kelly made in D.C. on the Real Fun D.C. channel and on demand anytime, anywhere you get your podcasts. But I do promise it is Real Fun D.C. we're talking about today. <laughs> yeah, so we've got some really fun headlines as D.C. continues to reopen and get back to normal. Big news coming out of the Smithsonian uh, over the weekend they are basically saying we are open for business. Love it. So no need to get the time entry passes on the majority of the museum starting today. Um, the exceptions are the African American History and Culture and the National Zoo, which BTW they were doing that before the pandemic. Totally. So, but the zoo is lifting the reservations to go see the panda. Ooh, so that's a benefit. Very nice. And in other big news, the Air and Space Museum, which has been closed uh, for a couple years for renovations, is opening back up on July 30th. Round of applause. Yay. Um, and if you did already get a time pass and you're like, what should I do with this thing? I don't know. Put it in your souvenir box because you don't need it. Frame it. Yeah. <laughs> I actually started a little pandemic souvenir box, like all oh. the ridiculous things that I've collected along the way during the pandemic. Yeah. I like that. That'll come in handy someday when you're like retelling the story to your grandkids. Right. It goes in the little time capsule. Yeah, because your kids' kids aren't going to believe your kids when they sell them things. And you're going to be like the fun grandma who like, you know, takes them to Nats games and drinks a little too much wine. And then also has like really fun things like, come on down to grandma's studio and pull out the pandemic box. <laughs> totally. Totally. <laughs> Let me show you everything going on down here. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, now that it all makes sense, right? They just announced like Jeff Bezos' sponsorship of the National <laughs> Air and Space Museum. So that ties in with it being reopened and it all, mm -hmm. it's like somebody planned it that way. Mm -hmm. And we got billionaires going to space. So, you know, it's, it's, it's in the news cycle, as they say. You're going to have to tell your grandkids about that one, too. Yeah, that will be interesting. What a time to be alive, as it were. And by the way, if you want to check out um, some great tips for seeing the panda, go to our previous podcast. Um, Little Fox and her mom have some great tips. It was for like the timed entry time to go see the panda, but I think it still holds like when the panda snacks, when the panda sleeps, when the panda's, you know, feeling the most playful. So um, really good in-depth panda coverage from Little Fox <laughs> in a past episode. I'll put a link to that in the show notes today. The Olympic rings are in downtown as well. We're just kind of working our way across the mall. So 
rings across America, the um, Olympic team and NBC have been touring this like 13 foot high Olympic ring pop up around the country. And yesterday and today until 6 p.m., it's set up down by the Washington Monument. So you can check that out. Um, go, there's like little stairs, you get a photo, you do all the things and getting ready for the Olympic Games, which is like at this point hours away um, from from uh, from being being happening from opening ceremonies opening. Although I will tell you like there are, uh, I'm not even going to say the number of, of athletes that have COVID because it probably will change by the time you hear this. And then when you hear it again, or if you hear it later, it's, it's kind of a mess, but hopefully everything goes off without a hitch or less hitches than we've already hitched. Fingers crossed. And that will be a good uh, for the Instagram to get the rings in the background with the monument. Totally. And for the love of God, somebody please wrap Simone Biles in bubble wrap. <laughs> and Katie Ledecky. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Katie. Yeah. We, we need individual pods with their own air conditioning system and their own filtration for Simone Biles, for Katie Ledecky, for Noah Lyles. Uh, thanks to, um, to Danielle for hitting us up. There are three Olympians who came from uh, T.C. Williams from Alexandria High School. Wow. Yeah. Incredible. Three Titans, which is really wild. And then on the swimming side, you got two from Stone Ridge, um, Katie Ledecky and Phoebe Bacon. So well, DC yeah, is and, like cranking up the Olympians. Another one from uh, Chevy Chase, too. But it's a, a male swimmer. Love it. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. So wrap them all in bubble wrap. <laughs> so, Tommy, you said the jazz in the garden is no longer? It is, and it's not. So Jazz in the Garden and the Sculpture Garden is now concerts in the Sculpture Garden. Um, they're widening out the genres a little bit. Like there's a mariachi band and like the Army Brass is playing. Um, so that's going to be happening throughout the summer. You can expect a lot of the same stuff that was with Jazz in the Sculpture Garden. Um, but now it's just other genres. But it's cool to see that coming back too. So you got the Air and Space. You got No Time Tickets. You got the Jazz Concerts in the Garden. Like things are... Things are rolling, people. This is all good. I yeah. love to see it. Yes, yes. It's, and it's great to have tourists uh, from all over the place come back mm -hmm. to enjoy our beautiful city. And what's so great about all this stuff opening up, a lot of us, it's free. Yeah, yeah. Normally, Jazz in the Garden is like an after-work thing, though, where yeah. everyone like puts their heels in their bag and puts their flats on and goes over. So I don't know how that's going to shake out this year with people you know, working from home. Maybe we're going to have like folks taking a extra-long meeting. Yeah, I like that. Hopping on the metro, coming downtown. I, I like that. I'm into that. In uh, other news happening at Nats Park, uh, despite everything that happened over the weekend that was just crazy, um, sort of got lost in the shuffle is FP Santangelo, who, of course, has been the broadcaster with Masson and the official broadcaster for uh, many, many years, kind of went away for a while. Mm -hmm. um, there was accusations of improper conduct, and he had been off the air since April. And on Friday, the uh, Masson released a statement saying the commissioner's office and Masson have reviewed the anonymous claim made against FP MLB and Masson have found no evidence that Mr. Santangelo violated the terms of his contract agreement, league or network re regulations, etc. cetera. Uh, his credentials have been restored and he will resume performing his duties tonight. Wow. So it's good to hear him back on the air on Friday night um, and kind of getting back into his groove. Uh, but he has been absent of social media and we haven't really heard much of him, but the fans have really, really missed him. So um, welcome back, FP. Wow. You don't often hear of somebody getting reinstated in nope. when accusations and that kind of thing. No, nope. no. Nope. So we'll, I don't know if we'll ever know the true story, but let, let's just 
Onward. Wow. Yes. I wonder what he says the first day back. He's like, hey, everyone. What I well, meant. he um, so I listened. Okay. He was uh, he's usually very vocal and very, you know, he's got a lot of personality. You know, he's uh-huh. a former baseball player. Um, but uh, he was he was a little meek and mild the first day. Okay. And then, understandably so. Uh, of course, the events that happened on Saturday. Um, he was was still a little meek and mild. Yesterday, he was back. He was talking about it at the stadium how great the fans are and the team, and like you could tell, he he he's ready to do his job. Yeah. He yeah. Lo- and he loves the team. There's no doubt. So. Wow. Hopefully he can move on from that, from whatever happened there. Welcome on back, I guess. That's awesome. We have a couple other sports news, too. And I couldn't believe this story, and I still can't. <laughs> um, so Ovechkin, of course, our beloved player with the Caps, is one step away from earning his PhD. <laughs> That's incredible. So um, this is according to Russian Machine blog. i got to read this here. Um, Federal Science Center of Sports and Culture at the Sports Ministry of the Russian Federation had a preliminary hearing to approve his dissertation (laughs) on comparative analysis of professional hockey training methods in North America and Russia. Who knew? (laughs) So he's a doc. He'll be a doctor of. American versus Russian hockey. No, he practice. will be have a PhD in pedagogical <laughs> sciences. What are pedagogical sciences? I don't know, but he's going to have a PhD and that's all that matters. And we are going to have to call him Dr. Ovi from now on. Wow. Well, I, is it a reciprocity thing, though? Does America recognize Russian PhDs? These are questions. These are international questions. And right now I know our relationship is very complicated with Russia. Totally. It's the study of methods of teaching and gaining a systematic understanding for how the human mind acquires new information. Yeah. See? Includes elements of teaching the student, the overall learning environment, and the impact of the learning process. Huh. So I guess it's on what, how, I guess it is on how Americans teach hockey versus Russians teach hockey. I mean, who would know better? Or North America. So I guess that involves Canada too. Right. Wow. Multinational um, disciplinary, that guy. (laughs) He's, he's, he's incredible. Dr. Ovi. I like it. Dr. Ovi. (laughs) Huh. Look at that. Who knew? So interesting stuff coming out of there. We're also BTW as we're talking about the Caps going to lose a couple of Caps players as the Kraken gets ready to do their draft. Mm. Um, ah, the Kraken. I was wondering when that was going to get released. Yeah, that's it's coming out in the next couple of weeks. But then the Caps released their players that are sort of like it's so weird. It's like a chess game. Like these are the guys that are protected. And then these guys are like a free for all. Huh. So. Yeah, it's 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 an interesting process. Uh, it, like it, sports players being treated like cattle is just the strangest <laughs> thing to me. Like they're humans, but it's but like that's what they signed up for. It's just it's so strange, right? Like yeah. also imagine being like one of the guys who's not protected and like you're hanging out with the guys that are protected, like in the caps lunch room, and you're like, Well, how's your week going? Well, so Ovechkin was one of the players that was not protected. What? <laughs> yeah. No. So, yes. Doctor yes. Ovi. Hang on. I, I am not at the level to to get into the details, but he, so so it is it is widely rumored he's he's a UFA the way his contract is, and he's already in agreement with the Caps uh-huh. with what his next contract would look like. Uh-huh. It just hasn't been like 
the ink hasn't really dried yet. So the Kraken could come and say, hey, if you want to move out to Seattle, here's a boatload of money. We'll take you. Oh, that's such anarchy. <laughs> but it's not. Wow. I mean, it's widely reported. The uh, everything that I've read from the reporters that cover the Caps on a day to day basis that 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 that's a very unlikely scenario. But because they could only protect so many players, yeah. And so they knew, like, they're just hedging their bets. I guess I don't. It all seems very archaic. I agree with you, Tommy. Oh my gosh, if there was, <laughs> if Ovi, if Ovi went to Seattle, this town would come unstitched. <laughs> mm hmm. That's nuts. Yeah. That's nuts. It's unlikely that will happen, but that was an interesting yeah. sort of thing to see unfold over the weekend. I mean, it would like, right. Like what are the odds of that? Like they, they, they can't happen. <laughs> Correct. I, look, I'm no expert. <laughs> we'll know. We'll know soon enough. Right. Like that would be like as unbelievable as like Barry Trotz winning the Stanley cup and then get, and then leaving to go to another team. Okay. Or like Anthony Rendon winning the World Series and then leaving to go to another team. Like, what are the odds of that happening three times? <laughs> well, they say things happen in threes. <laughs> uh, huh. and, and other sports news, Mon those guys over at Monumental have been very busy. Yes. Um, over the weekend, the Wizards announced their new head coach. Uh, and he's being welcomed in D.C. Uh, he was welcomed in D.C. on Monday. His name is Wes Unsell Jr., and we know that name because his father was coach of the Bullets uh, many, many years ago. Oh, cool. So it's sort of a father-son uh, duo. Um, actually, this coach, the, the son, was um, – he is obviously from the D.C. area, and he was an assistant coach with the Wizards in, back in 2005 and went on to be a scout and then went on to coaching roles with a bunch of other teams. But he is returning as our head coach. That's awesome. Yeah, very cool. Uh, just – I hope this coach has a long tenure and wins a lot of championships, but if he doesn't, can we just get Patrick Ewing? Like, can't we just from George? Can't we just like, maybe he could do both or, <laughs> well, I think this guy is pretty qualified. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm just saying like as a backup plan, I'm just saying is all. I, you're going to have to call someone that's, over there at Monumental, Tommy, if, if that's if that's your vote, I know how in you are to the uh, NBA dynamics and oh, totally uh, contract negotiations for coaches. Mm -hmm. Totally, I'll be like, listen, I once went to a 76ers game. I know what's <laughs> going on here. Can I help? Okay, I'm going to stick to being outraged about Ovi possibly going to the Seattle Kraken. <laughs> okay. Oh, and we must say, I mean, because in, in equal time. You know, there is a trade deadline coming up for the Nats. Yeah. And there is talk that our, our boy Max Scherzer might go on to another team. Is he going to the Kraken as well? Uh, there's a rumor that he's going to the Astros. <laughs> so oh, <I> for. <laughs> Seriously? So no. We'll, no. we'll be covering it. Let's just hope the Nats have a good little stretch of we need a few wins and look, looking a little looking good. I don't, this is not the kind of thing that I have time to stress about. I got enough stuff to worry about Kelly. When don't we, get, when's the trade deadline for the Nats at the end of the month? That's like 10 days from now. <laughs> I know. And he sold his house too. Mm -hmm. Or it's on the market. It's on the, uh, yeah, I think it it's yeah. So it's changes hard, Tommy. But they, 
this is what it takes to be a fan. You've got to just, you just got to trust the system. No, this is why I'm a casual <laughs> fan and I get on the bandwagon when things are going well because I don't know how to get invested in this hee haw and then there we go. But that's why you bandwagon fans are fine and they're always welcome. But if you don't understand like the sadness you feel when, it, when a favorite player leaves, then you don't understand like the greatness when they win or they get a new player. Like, you have stupid. to have both. You have that's to have stupid. both. That's like people who watch horror movies to get scared. There's enough to be sad about. There's enough <laughs> to be scared about. Crack a newspaper, people. There's enough to be pissed off and worried about in this world. I don't want to be concerned about Max Scherzer's well-being, whether or not he's going to go to the cheaters or not. My goodness. <laughs> or whether Ovi's going to go to Seattle to be a Kraken. <laughs> or whether the panda's going to get traded to China. My goodness. Well, like, that is for sure DC happening. People, we continue to have our favorite things taken away from us. <sighs> That's all I got. If you agree, subscribe to the podcast because there's more nonsensical rants like this coming your way in the future, I promise you, especially over the next 10 days. And if you're going to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast, if you give us five stars, even if you feel we don't deserve it, that's great. We'd, we, we, we'd love it. We'd love to get that from you. Yeah, much appreciated. We'll see you next time.